The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Microsoft's $69 billion takeover of Activision Blizzard has been approved by the UK's competition watchdog. The CMO says that Microsoft's restructured offer satisfies the concerns it had. Well, I'm joined now by the CEO of the UK Competition and Markets Authority, Sarah Cardell. Sarah, thanks for joining us on the show. This is the biggest ever video games takeover. Just explain how Microsoft managed to persuade you that it should go through. So we've been clear throughout this process that the merger between Microsoft and Activision couldn't proceed if there were any competition concerns. And we blocked the original deal because we were really concerned about the combination of Microsoft's very strong position across cloud, Xbox, and Windows, combining that with Activision's leading position as a games content provider. And we gave a clear message to Microsoft that the deal couldn't proceed on that basis. Now, they came back with a major concession, a fundamental restructure of the deal, which sees Activision selling the cloud streaming rights in relation to all of its content, not just now, uh, but any content created over the next 15 years and putting those cloud streaming rights in the hands of an independent competitor, Ubisoft. Now that concession is a, is a real game changer because it breaks the stranglehold that Microsoft would otherwise have had over this really important emerging cloud gaming sector. It means that that sector is open to competition, innovation, choice, and, and critically, it means that UK gamers will be protected, will get the benefit of competitive prices and better services. So it's on that basis that today we're clearing that newly restructured deal. You do say in the statement that you have limited residual concerns with the new deal. What are they? So what we announced a couple of weeks back was that the deal resolved uh, the substance that the major part of our concerns, but we wanted to make sure that the terms of the arrangement with Ubisoft were absolutely watertight. We consulted on that basis a couple of weeks ago, and we have today confirmed that we are satisfied with those terms. We have got commitments effectively from Microsoft uh, that enable us to ensure those terms are watertight, and if we need to, that we can enforce against them directly. So on that basis, the deal is now cleared to proceed. How challenging is it to regulate nascent technologies? Because a lot of this deal was about not what's happening at the moment, but what's happening in the future. That must be difficult for a regulator. Well, I think it's important uh, rather than difficult, I would say. So it's absolutely critical that we make sure where we see these nascent markets, that competition is protected and that these markets can develop in ways that are open, that innovation can come in through a whole host of different players in this market. And that was our real concern here because we could see that with the original deal, Microsoft would have this stranglehold over the market and would really be able to skew the way that the market was developing. So for example, we'll be able to retain that content and make sure, for example, that it wasn't available for cloud-based subscription services going forward. So that was our concern with the original deal. And as I say, it forced Microsoft to make a major concession to ensure that that market remains open, that Ubisoft now uh, as an independent player has that content, which it can provide to a whole host of different cloud gaming providers, and that will keep that market open. So it's important to have that forward-looking focus always in these digital markets. Um, 
I noticed that you did say in the statement that you take your decisions free from political influence and won't be swayed by corporate lobbying. Microsoft's Brad Smith was extremely critical when you first blocked this deal back in April, essentially saying that it cast the UK as a bad place to do business. Why did you feel that it was necessary to make it clear that you were making this decision free of lobbying? So we have taken our decisions in this case, as we always do, free from any influence of of lobbying uh, and based simply and objectively on the evidence before us. But there has been a lot of discussion of those comments. And I think it's really important to be clear that any kind of lobbying activity, any kind of commentary like that is not going to influence the decisions that we take. Our decisions will be grounded in the evidence and where we see competition concerns, we will stand firm unless those concerns can be resolved. That sends an important message, I think, not just in this case, uh, but in future cases more generally. How do you walk the tightrope between holding big tech firms accountable while also ensuring that Britons consider the tech-friendly market? So I think key to making sure that Britain is a tech-friendly market is to have good, open and competitive markets, which enables competition to flourish both for, for big established players, but also for many of the smaller and growing players, many of whom, of course, are UK businesses or other businesses seeking to invest in the UK. So we will stand firm in ensuring that those markets are competitive. But we will also engage constructively in discussions where our companies seek to resolve our concerns. And that is what eventually happened with Microsoft. I should say that Microsoft tactics in delaying those discussions were not effective. And it would have been far better for Microsoft to come forward earlier in the process. And that, I think, is critical as we go forward uh, with further engagement across these tech markets. Do you expect your decision to give rise to other regulators to perhaps rethink their position on this? Have you been involved in any international coordination in other parts of the world? So it's obviously for each agency to consider how to assess the deal based on our own laws. I think the EU has put out a statement today indicating that they will not be reconsidering this deal. But our focus is on the UK and making sure that our decisions protect UK businesses and UK consumers. Is the UK still big enough to regulate tech giants? Could you really have blocked this massive deal? We absolutely did block this deal when it was originally put forward and we would have defended that decision to block the deal in litigation. I think the fact that Microsoft came forward with a major concession shows the effectiveness of our position. And we are, in reality, the only agency globally that has been able to deliver this market outcome which really protects competition in this cloud gaming market going forward. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.